It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Welcome to the John Paul Radio Show, brought to you by the AIM Network at adventuresinministry.com, where we have all kinds of free resources and uh, uh, devotional material, Bible class material, and an app. And we ask you to download that for free. Over 13,000 people do. And you get all kinds of great and wonderful things there, including the songs, um, I can go on and continue to plug. Follow us on Twitter at John and Paul Show. Also on Facebook uh, at the uh, Adventures in Ministry um, page there. Thank you for listening to the John and Paul Show. I am Paul Sperlin. Join with me as always, John Podine. How are you, my friend? I am doing fabulous, Paul. Do you want to really know why? Yes. Tell me, John, why are you doing fabulous? Please share fab because i have nothing to do this weekend oh now john i think we can find something for you no no i you know <laughs> i i'm just completely thrilled i think last time we were on the radio i was heading to pigeon forge is that correct i think that's right yeah and and that started a 10-day period of oh my goodness busy and uh, we had our lectureship, we had Jamboree, and I am just completely thrilled that I can finally catch up on my sleep. I feel better. The, the day may be gray outside, but you know what Annie used to say? The sun will come out tomorrow when you oh with a day that's gray and lonely. It's I just stick out my chin and grin oh. and say, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the silence that you hear is Paul Sperlin at a loss of words. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what do you do after tomorrow. You look what's the next tomorrow. <clears throat> I am I'm perplexed by all this. I mean, how, um, how are you well, doing, Paul? I, I'm, I'll tell you what, John, you know what? I couldn't be any better. Uh, the, the sun is shining over here, and on this side of campus, and just things are just wonderful. I just, I just can't. Man, if I could just have three wishes, that it would already be there. I'm, I'm not there. I'm at that place. Man, that's amazing that it's, <laughs> that it's sunny over on the other side of campus, but it's really gray over here. Oh yeah, the sun always shines in my world. Uh, everything's oh, always going well. That's awesome, Paul. That's awesome. I mean, guess what? I mean, there, we, we, there are some things to be excited about. I mean. Spring training has started. That's right. And, and we have a new roster for the Braves to learn over these next few weeks to get ready for opening day. Um, yes, all 24 of them. All 24 of them. Um, <laughs> we, we have opening day. We'll be here for the Montgomery Biscuit soon. And, you know, I'm excited. I've yet to go see a game down there. And so you and I are going to have to take a lunch day and go watch them play if they ever play during the day or anything. 
Oh, they do. They got that business man luncheon thing. They do. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. definitely have to be there. And guess what, Paul? I mean, I know you got things going on tonight. Lads, the leaders is almost here. But you know what? Guess what? In basically two and a half short months, you know what will be here? Uh, summertime? The summertime. Woo-woo. Camp. Everything going on. Mission trip. <laughs> doing the Lord's work. Man, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Looking forward to it. Uh, i got a packed summer coming and excited about that, but also a springtime. It's going to be good. And, uh, of course, now we're, we're in the middle of and towards the end of the Lads Leader season. And so I know many people that uh, have this great program going on, and many of you are um, excited about the upcoming convention. Some of you are, are maybe sad that it's getting to the end. Some of you are probably really happy it's getting to the end of that time frame. But um, nonetheless, you're in the middle of it, and, and um, hopefully uh, everybody's kids are growing spiritually and, uh, and learning a lot along the way. Well, Paul, where, where do you fit along that along that spectrum? Are you sad? Or are you happy? I mean, <clears throat> tell us how you truly feel. I mean, because this is really the first year I have not really been involved with LAD since because Caitlin is playing softball and they're having a tournament that weekend. I mean, I mean, well, how do you feel about it, Paul? Uh, I'm a little different on it. I mean, because, you know, you get towards the end, and I, I, obviously I'm ready for um, a little change. Um, of course, we, we, we hit it pretty hard here at university. We have a lock-in every other Friday, um, and we work uh, four hours each, every other Friday night, and um, and it's good. The kids learn a lot. We get together a lot. It's always good to be together, and so that's always a good thing. But the anticipation of convention for these kids, I think I'm ready for them to get there. Uh, to see their excitement. And I think that's something that'll, that'll really ring true when we get to it. So I'll, it's all about the children. That's me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, well, Paul, you know, there are some things that we just finished up, and I know we kind of wanted to talk to, you know, our audience about. Um, and one was a big thing, the Youth and Family Ministry Summit at the Faulkner Lectures this year. And, uh, Paul, I think it was a, uh, a rousing success. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it was really good. Uh, it was one of the best uh, attended um, uh, summits we've had so far. This being our, I think this is our third year in doing this. Um, and it went really well. Had some really good speakers. Um, challenges us for the next year because we always want to make it better and more compelling and challenging with topics and such. So, so we're already uh, already scratched out a few names and. Uh, looking at um, some options for next year, and so it's exciting. It's always good to get together with youth ministers um, of all experience levels to to be with them and, and share with them, and also um, learn from them as well. And so it was a really good time. It's a good reunion for a lot of our, our former graduates to come back to Faulkner and participate in the lectureship and in the summit. And it was really good. Good time to be together. It's a good good part of the year. It was. I mean, we had a great time. We had a great turnout with with the people. We got to see a lot of old friends come, and and their response back to it was very positive and things. We did have some challenging things. In fact, um, I think, Paul, we have a special show that we are going to upload at some point, aren't we? That's right. That's right, we are. Um, We had a – John and I um, had a session where we talked about different issues in ministry that we deal with and how to deal with those issues. And, and we actually used that session 
as a podcast. And so we introduced it as a John and Paul show podcast, and we had a room full of about 50 people that um, were there and uh, got to be a part of it and got to be part of the discussion too, which is something different. And I think we'll do that every year. We'll have that opportunity every year to have that discussion and to share that. And, and we will upload that uh, very soon. Um, in fact, it'll probably be either late spring or early summer, one of those weeks that we can't do a podcast. Of course, we usually take off summertime, but we'll give you a few things. And that might be a good one, I think, to really listen to and take part in. Um, and and the, the discussion part of it was very compelling as well. Yes, it was. It, it was a very compelling thing. And, and, and here's the thing that I think was great is people enjoyed the discussions. Um, you know, we got to ask questions. People asked questions of the speakers that were up there and some of their experiences and, uh, you know, get to put some real practical application into uh, ministry, especially with youth ministry. It's always changing and it's always fluctuating. Um, because you have different types of kids come in and out of your youth group, and some of them have different problems and different challenges. And so it was great to hear about um, the different experiences everybody, all of our speakers had, and how they brought that to to life. And uh, I, I was just very happy to see a lot of our alumni return back and kind of build that base up. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was great to have everybody back and, and it really makes it a better thing when you see familiar faces and some new ones. And um, But it was neat because some of the discussion points we talked about was dealing with uh, teen issues and, and things like that, and that was the one that we'll be, we'll be uploading later. And I think that will be a good one for people to listen to and, and, and hopefully help them in their ministries later on. Absolutely. Uh, definitely, definitely, absolutely with all that. And, and um, one thing we got to talk about was the AIM app. That yeah. Was that's right. And, uh, there, there's something, and last time we talked, we had uh, Tyler on with us, and I know we want to talk a little bit more about this the little Instagram edition that we have on that app. Yeah, um, it, it's really neat. Um, we just added it uh, to the to the app, and uh, basically we kind of merged uh, Instagram in with the AIM app. So not only now do you have uh, all the devotional songs you'd ever need, um, and the Bible classes, teaching classes at your fingertips on the app itself now, but also now you have a chance to take pictures and add pictures to the and share with the world uh, as you have devotionals and such. And so it makes it a lot easier to, to do that, and, and we're looking forward to people taking part in that. And we really want to encourage people to do that. Because um, right now, um, a few of myself and Tyler and some other groups have done that, and so we see them as they as they worship using the app. And basically, it's pretty simple. You um you take a picture, you go to Instagram, and you download it through your Instagram account, and you hashtag um, uh, aim to worship. That's A I M T O worship. Aim to worship. Hashtag aim to worship. And it, and it obviously it's in your account on your Instagram account, but it automatically attaches itself to the aim app, where you see it's the very first thing you click it. And you see all the people who are who are singing and stuff. And there's pictures there from Inspire last year, Exposure last year, uh, and even some some devotionals here, and then some even from say Texas and beyond. So um, so it's a great easy way to just um, see everybody um, using the app all together. And and there's a lot of people using it. So we ask y'all to take part and be a part of what we're trying to do and and send your pictures in. Definitely, and we. have 
I think what's going to be cool with that, Paul, is that, you know, getting to see where people worship from all over the different places and just, you know, uh, in fact, I need, I just thought about this, I need to send a message to um, one of our good friends over in Italy right now and get him to use that uh, function on the app. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I just remember that. We need to get him to do that and to take some pictures from being over in Israel and upload them. That'd be cool. Yeah, uh, we need to send a message to to Hinton and and everybody else over there that's that's, um, in Italy, and that would be a great idea. See, I get get some good ideas every once in a while. I'm glad we got some good good ones so we can go back and listen to that. Because I'll forget it. You got some good ones. <clears throat> so we during last week we got a chance to to sort of share the AMAP and what it's doing, but but also we introduced a little more in detail something that John is specifically involved with, and that is the AIM series. And um, we are really looking forward to um, to the AIM series as, as it'll be launched on June the first. Eight different classes, eight different videos. About 15 minutes apiece, and you basically watch the video, learn a little something, and then we have some talking points and sites that go with the class to, to drive sort of a summer series for teenagers. And so we're really excited about that. Yeah, you. I'm not sure you need to say that I'm a part of it because uh, that's a struggle to say that one right now. But they, uh, the series that we are putting out is going to be great. The guys that we had come and do some recording. Chad Lamon did a wonderful job getting over there and, and setting up. And let me say, if you do not know Chad Lamon, please, you need to meet him and get to know him. Uh, his talent that he has is really innovative and in taking the, the youth ministry and taking the church into the 21st century. And, it's, man, he's, he's just got some great things. And, and our good friend Chad's just actually taking a job uh, near Nashville, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, with Gramier, I believe. That's with Gramier, and so he's going to be a little bit closer to us, so maybe we'll be able to use him more and get in touch with him more. And and uh, the series that is coming out on all the different topics of going through the book of Philippians and, and um, all the different subjects that it goes with, Paul, I think it's going to be a wonderful tool that everybody's going to be wanting to use very soon. Yeah, and I think sometimes people forget um, AIM happens because SEC put it together. Uh, the SEC right. board is responsible for AIM and, and fund it and everything, so we're really excited about what all it does. Um, and we're glad we have that time of lectureship to be able to introduce that. But, John, uh, the lectureship wasn't the only, the only party in town that week. What, what happened later that week, John? You, you seem to be a little rattled, had a lot going on, and uh, seems to be a little something going on else um, on campus. What was happening then? There, there, was, there was there was another something going on on campus. Um, we had jamboree that same weekend. Uh, you know, just a little function like we put on it at Faulkner every year. And uh, <laughs> um, I'm just thanking the good Lord that it is finished and um, uh, that jamboree is complete for another year. Um, it's where, if you've never been, I, I know that most people who are listening, they've gone to a university like Faulkner or like a Freed Hardeman, and they participated in jamboree or, or making music. And so they understand the undertaking that, that, that these students go through to put on the show. We had four great shows. 
um, from our clubs that that were out there and participating, and our hosts and hosts just did a did a did a fine job up there singing and and just put on a wonderful show. Um, now, now, Paul, how did you feel about it since you were there on Saturday night? Um, <clears throat> I, I liked it. I, I thought that everyone um, everyone did a did a great job. Um, I thought that um, there were four good shows. <clears throat> and um obviously some some shows some group of people uh, as far as um the um you know some clubs obviously have been doing it a little longer and uh, we had some new clubs in and we're, we're happy they were able to participate and i think um it went well you know i i, I applaud everyone I, honestly I, I couldn't have picked the winner uh because uh, a couple of them were just so close um but of course um it did end up with uh Captain Tylanda. Um, uh, winning uh, Jamboree, you know, being a Catholic guy, I'm proud of those folks. Uh, I'm just glad I didn't have to pick the winner. Yeah, 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 John. I'm glad you. I'm glad you didn't have anything to do with it, uh, because boy, boy, that'd be tough to vote on that one. It was really close. It was. It was so extremely close to being the judges. It comes. It came down to eight points, Paul. Between yeah. And, and overall. Crazy. And it was crazy. It was a wonderful time, and it does. You've got to. You've got to admit. Um, that um, it does break your heart a little bit when you see some of these students and, and they um, put their heart and soul into these shows and and after two months, it's just like, wham, it's finished, wham, it's done. But it's a great bonding time. A lot of the students get a chance to bond with each other and grow closer at Brother and Sister Club. And, and so and those are some of the bonds and some of the um, – friendships that you'll take forever with you. You know how it is. Paul will go to youth rallies, and we may not see guys for, um, you know, a few months at a time, but then all of a sudden we get together, and it's like, hey, this is an old Catholic guy. This is an old Epsilon guy. And, and you know, we get mm-hmm. to hang out a little bit. And even the Zeta guys, we got to throw in there every once in a while. That's right. That's right. I yeah, mean, it's, 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 like, it's like our good friend Brett that's on the show right now. I mean, Brett and I, we are we are beyond brothers in Christ. We are brothers in that song. Yeah, it, it is what it is. What I like I is getting the people, getting the people from the past alumni, as you said, to come back on campus and sort of show pride for their for their um, their clubs and such. And so um, it's good. It's good because they needed they needed all the support they could get. They worked hard and, and deserved everything they got. And so so it, it was a good thing. It was a good. It's a it's a good cornerstone of, of what Faulkner University is about, and so I'm glad that everyone um, showed up and um, and really had some really good um, Christian attitudes before, during, and afterwards. But that that's what's really important. So um, I'm glad that they're able to maintain those um, doing that. Oh, folks, I sure wish that you could see Paul's face right now. <laughs> because I'm not imagining what his face is looking like very moment um, when he said that. Well, you know, it is what it is. Um, it is. <laughs> That'll definitely be something we'll be talking about later today. <laughs> I'm sure we will. We will be talking about that later today and um, and, and such. Uh, well, speaking of, of, of situations um, that, that occurred, it was a busy weekend. Uh, we're getting into something. And, and Sunday, John, is, is – um, Selection Sunday, and that's the day when they're going to shore up the bracket 
for Bracketology for March Madness. Uh, it is upon us, John. And even though we don't have everything in, in front of us, I'm just going to ask you the one question, and I'm just curious what you think, uh, what our, our people in our chat room think. I'm curious. Will Kentucky go undefeated and win it all? If they make it out, will of, you, if will you make it out of the SEC tournament undefeated, yes, they will go all the way and win it all. I find that interesting that you say that since SEC is kind of not very strong when it comes to basketball in recent years. But if you think they'll make it through this, you know, I, I see the SEC in basketball as the ACC in football. So weak. No, I agree uh, with you. One, I don't disagree with you on that. One, maybe two strong teams, but that's it, you know? Yes, I don't, I don't disagree with you on that, but for some odd reason, winning in conference, and what I've seen over the last few years, especially in the NCAA tournament, is that winning in conference is a lot harder, and you lose to teams that you shouldn't lose to for some odd reason than, than getting into that tournament and going. I, I, I don't see anybody stopping Kentucky. Kentucky is right now the only person who can stop Kentucky. Um, people gave it their best effort this year. I think Florida lost twice within seven to ten points both times. But I, I just yep. don't. I just don't. I, I don't see them doing it um, right now. I mean, I, even even your juggernauts like Duke and North Carolina, they are. They're getting shut down at times by people they shouldn't get shut down by, and um, Kentucky's still rolling. Now they've had some close, yeah. they've had some close calls. They've had some challenges, mm-hmm. especially like the first half of games. But I mean, what uh, what uh, what's his face up in Kentucky has? And I just I can't think of his name because Brett put Bruce Pearl in our chat room here talking about him. Um, Why is he talking about Bruce Pearl? Because Auburn is running through right now the SEC tournament. They've won two games. They beat Texas A&M. Awesome. And of course, if you win the SEC championship, you can go. You make you get an automatic bid to the dance. Yeah, that should be interesting. I mean, Florida. Hopefully, Florida season will end tonight. We got to play Kentucky, so that should end quickly. Yeah. So. I'd, I'd heard there was a Florida Alabama game, but I knew before it started there wasn't going to be one. So, yeah, <clears throat> but it was close. It was sixty-eight, sixty-one. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, that's what tournament time happens. That's what happens at all tournament time. So that's true. Um, Who is your pick? Do you? What do you think about Kentucky? Oh, I, I hope they win it all. I hope they go all the way. It's just it's SEC, and they're our only chance. They are our only chance to win it all. I don't think there is another chance in the SEC of going all the way. I just don't. Oh, I totally agree with that. Now, last year I had Florida going far, you know, and really Florida is our second best shot of, of getting anything done. But um, but Kentucky on the roll, I'd like to see history happen. I'd love to see them um, just go completely undefeated and win it all. That'd be great, you know. Um, I mean, whether they do it or not, Kentucky's still going to be have a big X on their back. I mean, nobody likes them because they always win, and so, you know. Oh, you're right. You're right. Nobody does like them. And and I think the reason why they don't like them is because of how he does it up there. And I keep what what is this coach's name? How come I cannot remember that coach's name? I want to say Rick Patino, but he's at Louisville. 
No, it's Kyle. Who? Kyle. Kyle Hart. At Kentucky? Huh? At Kentucky. Calipari. Calipari. Okay, duh. That's what you're saying. I said it yeah. three times. <laughs> I couldn't understand what you were saying. <laughs> Calipari. I may have been saying it wrong. Calipari. I think what they no, don't, it was I definitely Calipari. Yes. Now, I, I think what people what people don't like with him is, is the idea of the one and done and how he's getting all these NBA players in and the way that they're acting. Um, and they just come in. There's not a lot of um, tradition built up amongst them because nobody's staying in school. Um, like, if you notice the difference between Kentucky and Florida, Florida now be, will now be down for a couple of years, but then they'll have two years where they'll make a run because you'll have people, freshmen, who will be juniors and seniors and they stay. Where Kentucky has the guys come in, they're here for one, and they're on to the NBA. Yeah. Um, um, that's what I kind of think. I can't believe well, we actually talked about basketball. Are we going to have a basketball um, March Madness uh, tournament uh, competition between the two of us? Oh, yeah, definitely the two of us. Uh, Stephanie is going to come on the, the show and give us her picks and um, – She's going to relate it to that SNL skit with Kate Manning, if you remember that one. Oh um, my goodness! Is he, is yeah, he really? she will. She will pick the Bulldogs because of the Bulldogs, and they'll. She'll pick uh, teams because they wear, um, you know, white and blue or purple or pink or whatever, and that'll be a fun, um, fun podcast. Um, but uh, quite honestly, she she does make picks, and and of course she sees the seeds and stuff. She doesn't do too bad. I mean, no one does too bad because the seeds usually follow pretty well. But unless uh, unless a butler gets in there and, and you know crazies everything up, but we'll see what happens. And I think by next week, um, we'll let what happens happens, and then next week we'll start the picks, and um, and we'll start um, announcing exactly what's going on. And um, and so, um, John, do you think we could give something away? Do you think Fonder would, would give us a prize to give to the winner of this whole thing? And I, you know, I'm sure we got a T-shirt or something we can give away. Yeah, let's um. Let's give away a T-shirt the size of the winner, and um, and we will um, we will um, start this next week. And from now to next week, really push it and tell people they'll they'll get a free gift if they win the Pick'em um, the John and Paul show. Pick'em. We should make it create a a graphic just for this a John and Paul show March Madness Pick'em contest, and um. And let's see if we can add more words so I get a longer thing. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So let's do that. Big contest. Kick off next um, next uh, Friday, and um, and from that point we'll make the pick. So if you're you know permanent, we'll have already started. So what we'll do is what happens happens, and then from that point we start making picks. Hey, so, look, um, Brett, our best our our best guest that we have in the chat room right now. He asked if he could just form a ESPN bracket for us and our list. Yeah, I, I, that's the way to do it. Yes, Brett, do that and send us the link, and then we'll add that link to uh, the graphic we'll send out and make it available for people to go there and and that would be awesome. That would be great. And we'll definitely start giving you a stipend of all the money we make on the show. Um, 
You know, I know, John, we wanted, we wanted to get into some, uh, some baseball talk. Um, um, there is a thing called baseball, um, and there is a thing called the Braves. They are not who we thought they were. Um, I think Freeman's left, Johnson's left, Kimbrell's left. Uh, Simmons is left. left. They're, they're left there. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, Simmons is that still there. Um, got a few new names. Um, I mean, you know, does A.J. Przinsky, does that excite you at all? Uh, it would have about seven, eight years ago. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really excite me right now. Um, the player formerly known as B.J. Upton doesn't excite me necessarily. Either. Melvin Upton Jr. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't excite I me. I my name and put on glasses and things change. No, it doesn't change. Um, what about I, uh, Nick Markakis? You know, I've been seeing some things about him on on um, on Twitter. Um, some of the pitching a little bit on Twitter. I, this look, if you're expecting for the Braves to come in here and make a playoff run, if they make the playoffs, I think we should just be completely thrilled. But I don't think any Braves fan has their hopes up too high right now. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, this is definitely rebuilding toward 2017 and getting into the new and getting into the new um, stadium. Now, Freddie Freeman, being the company man in air quotes as he is, says that the Braves this year will be the Royals of last year, where no one thought the Kansas City Royals would do anything, and it took it all the way up to Game Seven of the World Series. What is your take on that? Um, I think he's being the company man. <laughs> That's true. I mean, they're that not even true. winning games spring spring training, and I know it's spring training, and you can't ever really go. But I mean, right now they haven't won really anything in spring training, so um, they're still trying to figure out who they are. And the baseball season being as long as it is, that definitely opens up the possibilities for things. But you're sitting in there in that division with Washington. You're sitting in that division with the Mets, and even the Marlins, um, you know, they always give the Braves a, a pain at times. I just – Yeah. I, and I just don't see – I just don't see it happening. Well, I guess that we will see what happens um, <clears throat> in about six months and see what happens at that point. <laughs> Um, we'll definitely pay close attention to what's going on there and, um, you know, look forward to the um, new stadium in 17, I guess. Yeah, that's that's what we can do. And, hey, next time we're in Atlanta, we can just go up north and go to Cobb County and go look at the groundbreaking and all the other information and all that stuff that's happening. We'll have to use our contacts in Atlanta to kind of keep track of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Sounds good. Well, John, you got anything else before we go today? It was a, it's a short show, but we put a lot of stuff in here, I think. No, I really don't. I, you know, I'm um, for those who are Faulkner people who are listening, um, Faulkner's baseball team is ranked number two. Um, our whoop, softball whoop. team is going to be ranked probably after the start of conference. Um, they've only lost one or two games, and they pushed AUM, the national championship team from last year, uh, to the to the last inning, um, and so we got a great softball team. Our girls are winning in golf, 
you know, guys are ranked nationally. So, you know, if you're a fault in a person out there, you know, woohoo, major props to the, the, the sports that are taking place. Um, I'm just happy I don't have any games this weekend to have to go and watch. And Caitlin yeah. has a week off, and um, then we have one more week of school. And guess what happens, Paul? Dum da da dum. What? You know what happens? What? Spring break. Oh yeah, that's right. Spring break, baby. I may even go see Brett down there because Caitlin has some has a tournament at Gulf Shores that week. Cool. To jump in and say, hey, Brett, what's going on? Be fun. <clears throat> well, um, right now we are winding down the Alliance of the Leader season and working on that and getting closer to that. And so we're excited about that. Um, so um, I guess that's it for today, John. Well, I guess it is, Paul. Do you have any words of wisdom you'd like to share with us as, before we leave? I do, actually. I was thinking about this coming and driving in. It came to my mind. Because um, I, I sent Ooh, a text to a friend of mine. Yeah, I, I sent a te- this is This is serious, though, seriously. Just bring it down to a serious note. Um, I, sent, I sent a text to a friend of mine um, this morning. And the, the text basically was, um, you know, and, and, and you know this. You, you send texts. You send emails. You, you Facebook people this. You call people. You say this. You say you're in my prayers, or we're praying for you. <clears throat> Let me just challenge this. For our listening audience and everybody who listens later, make sure when you tell people you're praying for them, that you're offering prayers on their behalf, and you're in our mind, we're thinking about you, make sure you actually do that. It's easy to say you're in my prayers, but how True. many times do you get down your hands and knees and you actually bring someone's name to God, we need to be more specific in our prayers, and we need to make sure, and no matter where our prayer life is, it can always be better. And so let us leave this show with saying, don't just say I'm praying for you. Let's actually do it. Amen, amen, and amen. Awesome. For John Podine, I am Paul Sperlin, and this has been the John and Paul Show. We ask you to listen to us uh, every week on Fridays at 10. Uh, Central Standard Time. Also, you can catch out all the podcasts from AIM the Network at adventuresinministry.com. Download the app, get the resources, enjoy the songs, take the pictures through Instagram, and hashtag that AIM to worship on that. Thank you for listening. We bid you a good day, and God bless. Recording can end it. <laughs> I'm assuming the computer is stupid internet. <laughs> With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>